Section 58 of Slave Narratives, A Folk History of Slavery in the United States from Interviews with Former Slaves, Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Slave Narratives, A Folk History of Slavery in the United States from Interviews with Former Slaves, Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1, by Various. Section 58, Lindsay Fawcett. Lindsay Fawcett, 86 years, ex-slave. Yes, miss, I was born in 1851, the 16th of November, on the Okanichi Plantation, owned by Mars John Norwood and his good wife, Miss Annie. And when I say good, I mean just that, for no better people ever lived than my Mars John and Miss Annie. One thing that made our Mars and Mistress so good was the way they brought up us niggers. We was called to the big house and taught the Bible and the was Bible readings every day. We was taught to be good men and women and to be honest. Mars never sold any of us niggers, but when his boys and girls got married, he would give them some of us to take with them. Mars never allowed us to be whipped. One time we had a white overseer and he whipped a field hand called Sam Norwood till he blood come. He beat him so bad that the other niggers had to take him down to the river and wash the blood off. When Mars come and found that out, he sent that white man off and wouldn't let him stay on the plantation overnight. He just wouldn't have him round the place no longer. He made Uncle Witted the overseer case he was one of the oldest slaves he had and a good nigger. When any of us niggers got sick, Miss Annie would come down to the cabin to see us. She brung the best wine, good chicken and chicken soup and everything else she had at the big house that she thought we would like. And she done everything she could to get us well again. Master John never worked us after dark. We worked in the day and had the nights to play games and have singings. We never cooked on a Sunday. Everything we ate on that day was cooked on Saturday. There wasn't lighted in the cook stoves or fireplaces in the big house or cabins neither. Everybody rested on Sunday. The tables were set and the food put out to eat. But nobody cut any wood and there wasn't no other work done on that day. Mammy Becky was my grandmammy and she toted the keys to the pantry and smokehouse. And her word went with Mars John and Miss Annie. Mars John was a great lawyer and when he went to Pittsburgh and other places to practice, if he was to stay all night, Miss Annie had my mammy sleep right in her bed with her so she wouldn't be afraid. Mars and Mistress had three sons and three daughters. The older son was not able to go to war. He had studied so hard that it had fetched his mind so he stayed at home. The second son, named Albert, went to war and was brought back dead with a bullet through his head that liked to have killed Mars John and Miss Annie. There was three girls named Miss Maggie, Miss Ella, Bella, and Miss Rabina. I was the cow tender. I took care of the cows and the calves. I would have to hold the calf up to the mother cow till the milk would come down and then I would have to hold it away till somebody done the milking. I tended the horses too and anything else that I was told to do. When the war started and the Yankees come, they didn't do much harm to our place. Mars had all the silver and money and other things of value hid under a big rock be the river and the Yankees never did find anything we hid. Our own soldiers did more harm on our plantations than the Yankees. They camped in the woods and never did have enough to eat and took what they wanted. And lice! I ain't never seen the like. It took 15 years for us to get shed of the lice that the soldiers left behind. You just couldn't get them out of your clothes lest you burned them up. They was hard to get shut of. 
After the war was over, Mars John let Pappy have 18 acres of land for the use of two of his boys for a year. My Pappy made a good crop of corn, wheat and other food on this land. There was a time when you couldn't find a crust of bread or piece of meat in my mammy's pantry for us to eat. And when she did get a little meat or bread, she would divide it between us chillin'. So each would have a share and go without herself and never complained. When Pappy was making his crop, some of the others would ask him why he didn't take up some of his crop and get something to eat. He would answer and say that when he left that place, he intended to take his crop with him, and he did. He took plenty of corn, wheat, potatoes, and other food, a cow, a calf, mule, and hogs, and he moved to a farm that he bought. Later on in years, my Pappy and Mammy come here in Durham and bought a home. I worked for them till I was 32 years old and give them what money I earned. I worked for as little as 25 cents a day. Then I got a dray and hauled for 15 cents a load from the Durham Depot to West Durham for 15 years. Little did I think at that time that I would ever have big trucks and a payroll of $6,000 a year. The good Lord has blessed me all the way and all I have is hisn even to my own breath. Then one day I went back home to see my old mask and I found him sitting in a big chair on the poach, and his health wasn't so good. He said, Lindsay, why don't you stop running round with the girls and stop you counting? You will never get nowhere making all the girls love you, and then we walk away and make up with some other girl. Go get yourself a good girl, and get married, and raise a family, and be somebody. And I did. I quit all the girls, and I found a fine girl, and we was married. I sure got a good wife. I got one of the best women that could be found, and we lived together for over 45 years. Then she died six years ago now, and I shall miss her, for she was a real helpmate all through these years. We raised five childrens and educated them to be school teachers and other trades. I've tried to live the way I was raised to. My wife never worked a day away from home all the years we was married. It was my raising and my strong faith in my Lord and Master that helped me to get along as well as I have. And I bless him every day for the strength he has given me to bring up my family as well as I have. There is only one way to live, and that is the right way. Educate your children if you can, but be sure you give them the proper moral training at home. The right way to raise your children is to learn them to have manners and proper respect for their parents. Be good citizens and God-fearing men and women. When you have done that, you will not be ashamed of them in your old age. I bless my maker that I have lived so close to him as I have all these years, and when the time comes to go to him, I will have no regrets and no fears. End of section 58, read by Inkel.